Hey, hey, sacred friends, this is Lori Andress, and welcome to Crystal Shaman Life. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hello, my sacred friends. This is Lori Andres, and welcome to this very first episode of Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. Yay, yay, yay. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to dive in today. We are going to be talking about the crystals are calling. Yes, this is a great topic. I'm sure you have noticed recently how much more readily available crystals are, how much easier they are to find, whether it's online or locally, or even in some, you know, pretty typical, you know, big name stores. They're, it feels like they're everywhere. Like they've just kind of like moved in. (laughs) (laughs) in beautiful ways. All right, so we're going to talk about that today. What we're going to really dive into is like, what do I mean by that, um, that the crystals are calling? Uh, Why are they showing up right now? Why are they surfacing in abundance? And um, what you can do. So what do I mean by that? The first thing, let's really talk about that. And, you know, really, this is kind of also like, how, how can you maybe recognize that the crystals are showing up, that the crystals are calling you? Because that's a really powerful phrase. The crystals are calling. Now, if you think back throughout your life, perhaps you've always had an interest in crystals and stones. Perhaps you were the kid who was picking up stones on the beach, or you got really excited when your family took a summer vacation and you stopped at a gas station that had that big bin with the assorted crystals that you could fill a bag full. (laughs) We all know what those are, right? Um, And you are... you you know this about yourself that you just really have always felt drawn to them and you may realize that that sense of being drawn to the the crystals and stones has actually amplified or increased um, over the last couple years i hear this all the time from clients and students and and friends and even family and they talk about how they 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 come to me with this kind of like little you know shimmer in their eye and kind of smirk on their face like hey lori i found this crystal at a store and i just couldn't leave it there it had to come home with me there's this like and and they're not the type of person that would typically pick one up and so then they have this curiosity like why did i want to pick it up what's this about and so there's all these questions that come with it right and perhaps you're noticing this um if you're new to crystals perhaps that you've had that experience or perhaps if you've been the person who's always been in love with crystals and stones, perhaps you're noticing this with your own friends and family, this upsurge in curiosity and interest and desire to be around, to hold, to have, to experience crystals and, um, and a real deep curiosity as to why. If you've been asking that question or you've been asked that question, 
it's really it's a, it's one that comes up a lot and um, sometimes it's really easy to answer sometimes not so much and we have to kind of dance around it but I really believe that what's happening right now is that we're at this pivotal point in history in human history where um, where we're really at a point of transition and um, we're having an opportunity to to really transition uh, humanity into a place of evolution um, or ascension is so to speak and you know these are kind of new agey words but but really it's this evolution that's happening with human with humanity where our consciousness is shifting things that we were silent to or maybe even numb to or unaware of two to three to five to ten years ago are no longer uh we're no longer blind, silent, deaf to them. <laughs> Instead, we're real, they're really in our face. They're, we're very aware of what's happening and where, um, where in our culture there are holes and gaps where we have not been um, the, the highest expressions of ourselves. And I feel like the crystals are a key part in this shift they know they they've been here forever right they've been on earth forever they've been formed they've been changed they've been shifted they've evolved you know there's so many ways that uh the earth goes through transition to create crystals and um to create these beautiful specimens that we experience and the earth is constantly going through transitions and changes the earth as we see it today will not be the same earth a hundred years from now, a thousand years from now, a million years from now, nor is it the same as it was a million years ago. We know that the plates, the earth plate shifts. We know there's so many things we know. <laughs> like, I don't need to give you a geology lesson, right? <laughs> um, but we know that there are so many changes and shifts on the surface of the earth. And, um, and our opportunity to be here on earth is really a gift. It's an incredible gift for humanity to be here. It's an incredible gift for us to be able to live in relationship and in harmony with the earth and with all of creation. And the crystals know the, the history, the story, the evolution, where the earth has been and how the earth is continuing to evolve. They know what is coming next. They know what's been in the past. And, and not only that, but they energetically carry a vibration that supports us in really waking up, becoming aware, increasing our consciousness, evolving ourselves into our own wholeness. And their massive appearance right now in our world is a part of that. They are showing up to help us to make this so much easier. Okay, so we can talk a little bit about, you know, kind of some of the obvious things. Of course, you know, our technology has advanced incredibly over the past um, decade and a half, decade really, we'll say decade. Um, you know, online stores are, oh, 
ten, like unbelievably different than they were 10 years ago. Um, so we can easily, easily have access to shopping online and, um, and purchasing crystals online in ways that we just couldn't in the past. And the pictures and the images and everything are just captured so much better than they were before. In addition to that though, um, you know, mining, mining has shifted and changed and the ability to, um, to ship and import and export has shifted as well. And that has influenced the crystal and stone market. It's influenced our ability to, to rapidly, quickly, easily get new specimens and um, things that are coming to market new as, as stones are unearthed in mass quantity, they are much more quickly distributed. Now, all of that's like really obvious, right? We can see how different our world and our economy and our structure is than it was a decade ago. And we can also see, this is a very interesting thing, something that I used to really, really track back when I was um, creating jewelry, when I had the Journey Jewels jewelry line, uh, I would go to events, I would go to gem shows, whether it was the Tucson gem show or um, the, uh, the Milwaukee always had a massive, massive bead and button show every year. Um, Minneapolis had some great shows. Every gem show I would go to, the first thing I would do would be to tune into what is the crystal or the couple of crystals that are showing up massively. Like what is the crystal theme for this event? And typically it wasn't just like one event. It was typically what is the crystal theme for the year? <laughs> <laughs> so I would go to an event and there would be, it'd be every time I'd go to, from one booth to the next, to the next, to the next, I would find certain crystals um, more abundant than others. And I would find certain crystals jump out more than others. It was almost like there was a cloak over everything else and particular crystals would just show up vibrant, more vibrant than I had ever seen. So one of the things, there's two stones that are popping into mine, and they're pretty pretty common stones. Um, Amazonite is one of them, and the other one is rose quartz. Very common stones, easily accessible. However, a couple of years ago, um, rose quartz just popped up intensely. And it was a year when there was a lot of hatred emerging on earth. And you, when you think about it, that's that duality, that place of separation, the opposite. It's that tension place. And the massive quantity of rose quartz that showed up was here balancing, bringing us into a place of awareness regarding how we can love ourselves, how we can love others. And, and being distributed in massive, massive ways. It was so beautiful. Another thing that showed up, so the other one that came up, um, there were these really beautiful specimens of uh, Amazonite, and I think they came from Brazil, I could be mistaken in that, but um, South America for sure. And they had a bit of an iridescence that I, or like a, um, Oh, kind of a bit of a flash that I hadn't really seen in Amazonite specimens before. And, and these were in like small tumbles and all different size pieces. And they were just remarkable, like absolutely remarkable stones. And it was a time when people really started like on a collective level, you could just see it. The, the voice 
of individuals was being expressed and shared. Um, challenges, joys, uh, real, true, sincere vulnerability was beginning to come out in massive ways. And rather than those like, you know, rose colored glasses that everyone was putting on social media for so long, um, their, their deeper truths were beginning to be shared. And I really felt like that Amazonite that, that was coming up from, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Brazil, um, was, was really influencing that, that aspect of voice that was emerging within our culture. So I invite you to really think for a moment about what crystals have been really, really showing up in your life. Um, maybe in the last six months to a year, the ones that you find yourself attracted to or drawn to. Um, I'm right now I'm looking at my, my little table and I'm like, oh, I'm really drawn to those star rubies down there. <laughs> and uh, I would say in the last year, I've bought a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of ruby. And I would say that ruby has been a really a big one. And um, as well, I think there's a lot of uh, financial awareness, connection with being wholly embodied, um, embodying all of our soul, rooting deep into our lives, and and uh, and shifting our relationship with money and finances. I think that's been a really big collective story as well um, this year. I think a lot of people are coming into a whole new place and really feeling great um, within their within themselves. So let yourself tune in. What stones have been showing up in massive, massive ways for you? And what is the medicine for you that you're also witnessing on a collective level? Remember, whatever you're working with, this is one of those things that we always kind of get lost in. We think we have our own story, and we do. Every single one of us has our own story. We have our own unique experience of life. And at the same time, there is a collective thread that that story is tapped into. And when we can begin to create awareness around that collective thread, in addition to our unique experience, we're able to step out of our unique experience and the trauma and the drama and the story and the blame and the victimization and the frustration and the pain and the angst and the anger. We're able to step out of that and witness it from that place of really being a sacred witness for ourselves and holding space for our own healing. Crystals help us to do that. They remind us that we are not in this journey alone. We are in it with others. And guess what? Our beautiful Mama Earth is giving us incredible gifts. She is giving these incredible jewels to us as a gift to support us in our own healing and transformation. Woo! Amazing stuff. Yes, I know. Okay, so let's drop back into uh, how you may recognize them showing up <laughs> and the crystals calling. Um, you may find crystals in very unexpected places. What do I mean by this? Um, the gas station, or you go to uh, some place like Home Goods and you find gorgeous crystal pieces on display for your home, or TJ Maxx, Target. Um, I think my husband and I saw some in Walmart in, on one of our travels. Yeah. You know, there's, there are, there are crystals available easily everywhere. 
So let yourself pay attention, notice, feel them. You may also have an, like an inner sensation that um, lights you up. It may be a sense of curiosity, excitement, enthusiasm, something that sparks um, an energy of interest and awareness in, in crystals or in a particular crystal. And you may feel this desire to spend more time with it. Listen to that. The crystals truly are calling. All right, so why? <laughs> I think I kind of covered that a little bit as I talked about how they're really here to show up in service to humanity. This is why they're calling us right now. They are showing up because they have medicine, wisdom, insights, and ways of supporting us in our, the evolution of our own consciousness. And they are so, so, so excited to do it. All right, uh, they are absolutely in instrumental in awakening consciousness, and they are wanting to support us in awakening a new relationship with Mother Earth. Yes, Mama Earth is inviting us through the crystals to connect with her in beautiful, magical, powerful ways. All right, so the last piece we're going to dive into in today's uh, episode is to talk about what can you do? If you are feeling the call of the crystals and you have been wondering, hey, what can I do? How can I activate this relationship? How can I deepen it? What can, how can I learn about them? Those are great questions. All right, so the first thing that you need to know is that crystals work with us in relationship. I know there's a lot of people who talk about them as being tools, and if that if that's the language you need to use around them, that's okay. But from my shamanic perspective, I look at them as an ally. I don't look at them as a tool. I look at them as an ally. I look at them as a sacred partner. And that means we have a relationship. That means I care for it. Mm -hmm. I know that may sound goofy. We'll get into that in another episode. Um, I care for it. and it supports me. We work together. And I also know that it is, um, while I may have purchased it, while it may be mine from the place of like, yes, it's in my possession, um, when it's ready to go, it's it's gonna go. And I, I really don't possess it, if that makes sense. We'll talk about that in an episode two. We'll talk about crystals disappearing and going on little walkabouts and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of fun. But for right now, you know, really, I'd like to really create a lot of awareness within you and just invite space within you and ask you the question, what would it be like to work in relationship as an ally with your crystals? Yeah, let that just drop in. Let yourself just really feel it. So if you were in relationship with your crystals, what would it be like to spend time with them? How would you spend time with them? What kinds of things would you do? Where would you store them within your home? Would you have them as adorning your mantle or next to your bed? Would you wear them? What would that relationship look like? How would you engage with them? And then you're probably wondering even further, how do I connect even further? Well, there are so many, there's so much amazing information available on how to work with crystals and stones, right? There are 
lots and lots of books. <laughs> I've got a, I'm looking at a shelf full right now. Uh, but really, uh, one of the things to really take into consideration is um, really beginning to listen to them and let this relationship develop by allowing yourself to trust inspiration. When crystals connect and speak with us, they don't speak in a language like we, like I'm talking to you right now. I know, this is obvious. <laughs> but what they do is they spark intuition. They spark ideas. They spark thoughts. They spark emotion. They activate within us on a less conscious level. And when I talk about a less conscious level, I'm referring to our shamanic senses, our ways of sensing outside of what is typical or traditional for us. They activate something so that we can um, be inspired to take a little different type of action than would be typical in our day-to-day -day life. So for example, maybe they prompt us to have, um, have some green juice for breakfast rather than have a cup of coffee. Or perhaps they inspire us to park at the very back of the parking lot and walk a little further into the store to enjoy the sun. Or maybe even walk in the rain when we typically would dash in and out of the store and avoid the rain. Maybe they would invite us to uh, spend time in nature, just getting our feet bare on the earth. Maybe they would invite us to take a different route to work. There are so many ways that they inspire different ideas and invite us to think a little bit differently. Maybe they invite us to pick up the phone and call a loved one that we have some discomfort with, that maybe our relationship has been a little strained with. Crystals show up, they give us ideas and inspirations in incredibly unexpected ways. And this is one of the most amazing ways to begin to create relationship with crystals. We respond to the inspired ideas and actions. We actually take action upon them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you're really feeling curious, um, so I, I, one of the things that I'd love to share with you is that I actually have created a seven day free get to know your crystals journey. It's videos and ceremony and sacred practices, shamanic practices that you can dive in and connect with your crystals around. And you can find that by going to lauriaandress.com forward slash crystal hyphen challenge. And on that page, just sign up, you'll get an email, just confirm, and it'll take you right into the seven day sequence um, and seven days of magic with the crystals, seven day crystal magic journey. Okay, and if you've already done that journey and you loved it, because I know a lot of you have been um, a part of my circle for a bit, you've, uh, you may have done that journey, you may feel ready to dive in and take the Crystal Wisdom 101 program. It's an amazing five-week journey, going deep, videos, video demonstrations, uh, PDFs, uh, reflection rituals. It will take you deep within. Part of creating relationship with the crystals is really also about creating relationship with yourself. Ultimately, that's what they're here guiding us to do. Yeah. So the, this 
Crystal Wisdom 101 is going to guide you deeper into that. So you can go ahead, go on over to my website, check my programs page, it's on there, um, lauriaandress.com. And with that, uh, we're gonna sign off and uh, we'll be back next week with some more exciting crystal and shamanic work. But uh, what for right now, what I'd love to invite you to do is to head on over to iTunes, or if you're already listening to it there, I'd, like, I'd love to invite you to just leave some stars, give me a favorable review, let me know what you think. I want to hear from you. I want to connect with you. And of course, share this with a friend who you think would love it. All right. Wishing you a beautiful day, my sacred friends. And as always, shine brightly.